Hey guys, you are now tuning in to K-Squared, where the West meets the North and gets dirty in the South. We are just three everyday Black girls giving you the real. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at K-Squared to stay up to date with all of our new content. Also, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment or rating letting us know how you're enjoying the podcast so far. We want to give a huge shout out to our returning listeners for supporting us and coming back for another episode. And to our new listeners, thank you guys for tuning in and we hope you enjoy our podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to K-Squared. You guys are now tuning in to episode 37. I cannot believe it's episode 37. I feel like we've just been moving and grooving and doing this and just pushing them out. We should do like a 50th celebration. Yes, we should. 50 celebration. Yeah, so you guys know how we do. As soon as we come back, we do a recap because essentially to you guys, we haven't talked to you guys since last Friday. So we got to keep you guys up to date on what happened. So Sabine, Kaylin, run me through you guys' week. How's it going? Or your last weekend? How was it? Mm. Sabine? Why y'all always got to start with me? Okay, let me go. Let Come me on, go. North. Give it to us. Uh, <laughs> so this weekend, I went out to Eve. Y'all in the New York area. Y'all want some good Chinese food. You know, I'm giving a little food review today. Um, Go to Julan. It's beautiful. And then go to Empanada Mama. That's a spot. So I went out this weekend. And then yesterday, it was my good bro's birthday. You know, I'm going to give him a shout-out on the podcast. My boy, David. If you follow me on Instagram, you already know that's my right-hand man. So he turned 21. You know, we was having fun. We was playing Nikki in the Mexican restaurant. Period. We was having a ball. So that was my week. So, Kaylin, what's good? Uh, Honestly, it's been a pretty average week for me so far. Last weekend, um... I had a lot of midterm work to do. I had a big paper to do. Me and Sabine Diggs were in the same class. So we, I had this big paper to do. So I was focused on that. And honestly, like our girls trip to Puerto Rico just kind of threw me off guard with a lot of like schoolwork. So I really just had to catch up. I feel like last, last weekend and this week has really served as my catch up week. I've been catching up on assignments, quizzes, tests, having to email professors, letting trying to ask them to let me finesse basically and you know they've been pretty reasonable so far so it's been a catch-up week for me school 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 unfortunately yeah i mean same i can kind of say the same even though honestly ever since this whole panoramic and we've been online school has really been in the back of my mind like i i honestly honestly it's another job you right, I care about to. school. I want to get my degree. I'm gonna get my degree, but it's just Period. like it's in the back of my mind. But it is. Um, this week for me, or last week actually, because you guys, if you're tuned in, a loyal listener, you know that it was Kaylin Sabine, our friend Brooke, and our friend Tris talking about all things hair. If you haven't heard it, please go back after this episode and listen to it because it was bomb. But I was not on that episode because I was moving. So I am now back home. I moved back home. Um, I've been enjoying it back in my little bubble, my little space. Um, I bought a car, which is really exciting. I bought my first little whip. And yeah, I've been enjoying her. Her name is Ophelia. So my last car's name name was Cornelia. So I only thought it was right to name his sis Ophelia. So Ophelia, yes, I love like that. an old. Girl. I'm so good. I love that name. So it's I don't know. Cute. It's been 
enjoying my little car uh, last weekend I also went out to dinner with my friend and I've really just been you know chilling um, work school nothing crazy wanting literally wanting to go out the country again wanting to be on the beach again I'm like where can I go but for now I've been chilling been stagnant gonna chill stack up my little paper again because like Kaylin said Puerto Rico drained it was draining so. i've yet to unpack yet it's to unpack Drain. Yeah, they haven't yeah. unpacked yet and i'm just like it's right here looking at me my, i'll be pulling outfits every day trying to figure out my life and stuff i don't i i haven't packed from moving but if you guys out there moved you guys too moving unpacking is next level like that might take it a, is. a minute so those boxes and that suitcase will sit until i'm ready right exactly when i'm mentally capable to open that suitcase exactly right health comes first yeah period so for today's episode guys we are starting off our new segment called hashtag ask k squared if you don't follow us on instagram you need to at k squared pod um we introduced the topic we asked our followers to let us know what advice they had or if they just wanted to bring up a topic for us to discuss and kind of you know pick our minds about get our perspectives on to drop it down below so if you don't follow us you definitely missed out but this episode is dedicated to those who participated in hashtag ask k squared so i'm super excited we have a list of things that we all kind of picked to kind of talk about so we are going to have our phones out. Uh, if you're just listening to this, you're not going to see us. But on IGTV, we're going to have our phones out. We're just going to kind of be swiping, scrolling through. And we're each going to go around and kind of give our take on the different topics that y'all gave us. So I'm going to let Kiaren start it off with the first one. Y'all said some pretty interesting things. I'm not going to lie. But y'all also had some really good topics. And then some topics were like similar to one another's. So if you don't hear your specific one, we probably just grouped it in a category or kind of like related it to the same thing but i promise we saw everyone's so don't think we ain't see yours because we saw yours okay all right kiara start us off with the first one okay so like we said we're gonna keep everyone anonymous so we aren't gonna be saying the usernames of everyone that said everything just to keep everyone's privacy so the first one is i cut off a really close friend because she did not approve of my relationship it's really great for me but she's against it my initial thing that I can say off of this and what I have learned in the past is that do not do anything for other people. If something mm-hmm. is serving you and making you happy and only pouring into your life, honestly, I, I get this is your really close friend, but you got to be like, look, girl, this is what makes me happy. And what makes me happy should make you happy. Because if we're close friends, you like to see your friends happy. Oh, Kaylin has a little reaction box. <laughs> in oh, Zoom, we guys, are. But- it's true like and that's something it's a lesson that i have had to learn too and this goes for like parents as well a family mm-hmm. members like if there's something that is pouring into you and making you happy in a positive thing and you don't see like if the pros outweigh the cons i don't i can't speak for you why your friend doesn't like the relationship um sometimes she might see something you don't sometimes mm-hmm. you hate to think that your friends are jealous but sometimes jealousy can pour into it she's like go girl get rid of him and maybe she might like him you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. if you don't see any (laughs) situation and you are happy and again emphasis on the pouring into you because relationships should not cause pain relationships 
okay maybe i said that in the wrong way everyone's gonna go through stuff in relationships but the whole premise of relationships you can look back and say this is something makes me happy is pouring into me is a positive in my life is good for me you know and if you can say that you got to look at your friend like girl i don't know why you're tripping because i'm enjoying my relationship i'm happy i'm right. fine and that's something where you have to now maybe look into the relationship with you and your friend like Mm -hmm. ask her hey like why don't you like this relationship for me like we're friends i value your opinion like why isn't this something you see for me and if it's if she can't give you a legitimate answer that makes sense to you then i don't know if that's really your friend but i don't want to i don't want to ruin your relationship with your friend but you know <laughs> dig into it really dig into it I mean, it seems like they already did what they had to do. They cut off the close friend. They're happy in their relationship. But yeah. obviously, you know, it's good for her. But when you cut off a friend, you always have to deal with that aftermath, that kind of after feeling like, dang, like I didn't, I wish it really didn't get to this point, but it got to this point. But kind of similar to what Kiaren said, I agree with everything you said, Kiaren. I think that's spot on. And I also think just... Follow your intuition. Like, as easy as that sounds, it sometimes gets hard because we know on the inner, like, what our inner gut is telling us, but then we get conflicted with just thoughts and emotions, and then that's kind of where we make the decisions. But if you feel like your inner gut was telling you to cut that friend off because she was either jealous or just didn't want the best for you, then that's what you needed to do. But on the other end, if you just not in a relationship you're supposed to be in and your friends or friend is telling you, girl, this dude is not good for you, and you're taking it as that, then you also know that too. So I feel like you know the truth. Your intuition knows the truth. Like, you know what you're doing. So at the end of the day, it, it could go either way. It could be a jealousy situation, or it could be you just not seeing what your friend is seeing. And sometimes our friends do see, um, you know, differently than we see. Because when we're dealing with someone we like and we've, we're messing with, like I said, those emotions, those thoughts, those feelings kind of filter out the red flags that are that are really clear to our friends because they don't have no emotional ties. They don't like this dude, so they see everything very clearly. With us, we blind. Look, I'm about to put my glasses on, y'all. This is us. We like, what? What red flag? <laughs> what did he do? I can't see. I don't see nothing. I don't hear nothing. It's just... But our friends is like, girl, like, I got 20-20 vision. It's red everywhere. You need to cut this man off. So I think you just need to be real with yourself in this situation. You'll know whether you made the right decision or not. And eventually everything will, you know, reveal itself and come to light. So if you cut off a bad friend, cool, kick her to the curve. But if you kicked off a good friend and you really just need to reevaluate yourself, then do that reevaluation. Okay. All right. Y'all speak some good knowledge. I feel like. I've experienced this. I was the mm. friend that didn't approve the relationship and it did backfire. It, mm. To this day, we're not as close anymore because of my prior views of the person that she was with. I feel like after that situation, I realized, wow, I really lost a good friend because of my views. The person wasn't treating her right. But you know, me, me I'm a boisterous person. I'm gonna tell you how I feel like he needs to go. I did it in the wrong way. But I realized that was just not the way to go about it. And everybody has their own relationship. As I got older, everybody has their own feelings. If that's what your friend likes, that's what your friend likes. Everybody's going to learn for themselves. 
you know what, I have friends to this day who are in toxic situations, but you know what, I've said my piece, I said it once, and I kept it pushing. At the end of the day, they're going to learn what they want to do and who they want to be with. At the end of the day, you don't know nobody. Like, that person knows themselves better than anybody else. So, mm. that's my advice on this little topic. <laughs> All right. So, the next topic is how to truly be happy. Someone said, how do you truly be happy? And when we were going over our topics, everyone was kind of like, well, I don't even really know the answer to that one because we still trying to figure that one out ourselves. But I thought we just, I, I thought I just share something that I posted on my Instagram story this morning. Um, it's this page called motivated.mindset. They post like some really cool stuff, but I saw it on someone else's page. But anyways, the post was about eight uncomfortable truths that we all need to accept. And the very first one says, happiness is where you are now or nowhere at all. It's not a new relationship. It's not a new job. It's not a completed goal. It's not a new car. Until you give up on the idea that happiness is somewhere else, it will never be where you are. And I just thought it was an interesting kind of view to have because I feel like oftentimes when we're looking for happiness, we are looking at it. We're, we are looking for it in other stuff. Oh, when I have this, I'll be happy. Or, oh, when I complete this, I'll be happy. But that's just not true. It's something that's always inside of us. We just have to know how to kind of nurture it and bring it out more. And I feel like how you bring happiness out more is um, being around people who kind of bring that inner happiness, inner child in you, friends that make you laugh, friends that you know you can go to and crack a few jokes. If that's not possible, spending time to yourself doing things that make you happy, whether it's a good YouTube video, a good book, a good Netflix show, whatever it may be, be, doing things that make you truly happy, going places that make you truly happy, clearing out those in your circle, um, who don't make you happy, um, removing yourself from people who kind of bring down your energy. I think happiness is something that's always in us. We just have to know how to nurture it more and, you know, bring it out. It's like a plant that you just have to continuously water until it fully grows into what you want it to become. So, yeah, that's my take on that. And that's, I swear, I get, like, some of the best quotes through like stuff that other people have posted and it like a lot of those stuff resonates me with me because I'm like dang and when you read that I was like wow that is so true because I think and I'm guilty of it too is finding happiness in other people and mm. it's important to not do that because it's sad to say but everything is temporary you know what I mean so mm. if you're stuck in the happiness of some that someone else brings you someone or something even that's situational happiness and that's temporary happiness. And I think everyone's mm -hmm. goal is to be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So duck in these situational things that make them happy. You really have to take yourself and take yourself out of that mindset, not take yourself away from that person. If it's, you know, like if it's good, you know what I mean? But just know that if that person were to leave tomorrow or if that person were to stop talking to you in an hour, does that mean that your world is going to crumble down and you're just not mm -hmm. going to be happy anymore? Like that's not healthy. So finding and me myself I'm still finding things that really like make me happy and like some it's even to a point where like someone asked me like dang what makes you happy and you're like oh wait a minute like what makes me happy you know like things that really really make me happy not like oh so-and-so makes me happy which is still good but right. it's like take that person away are you still gonna be happy so right I'm very I'm on the journey right with you girl finding like real 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 happiness not just situational happiness and that's not to say like I'm 
like down in the dumps like you know what I mean but it's just like finding that I feel like everyone's on a journey of finding happiness maybe that's like I don't know some people would even say maybe that's like life's not life's mission but like going through life and getting older and you know going through different phases of your life and like finding happiness you know so we all are so girl don't feel don't feel bad about you know not being happy maybe or like trying to like find what Mm -hmm. makes you happy like it's gonna come you know it's gonna come yeah it is all right sabine want to uh, read the next topic okay all right so the next topic how to continuously evolve and glow up i just turned 20 and i'm feeling a little stuck Mm. um i feel like i have some great tips because i feel like i've evolved and i've um I, I could say, quote unquote, glowed up. I don't, you know, but I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was looking rough. So I feel like in my 20s, I always knew since I was a kid, my 20s, I'm on my prime, you know, but I feel like it starts with your mindset. You start with a mindset like every day, all right, look in the mirror. I know I look good, I feel good. This is who I am at the end of the day. So when you have those three key affirmations, I feel like you start to feel yourself. Like, people can tell when you feel good. Like, you could see off them. Like, my friend always told me, like, people will come to you because they could sense your confidence. Like, if you mm-hmm. are shut down and you're very reserved, which is no issue being reserved, but not interacting, people are not going to come towards you and you feel something is wrong with you. So I feel like if you start to become more confident, you know, it's easier said than done. You know, it takes time, but just... It's all about your mindset. Feel it in yourself. Feel good. I always say if you feel good, you look good. And people will come towards you and you start to evolve. Like you have this glow, you have this shine. Like nowadays people tell me myself, I have this glow, this radiance. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was on that path too. It took me a minute. I had people in my circle, people I was surrounding myself with that was diminishing myself. So as I got to college, I met people who were more in my speed, more in my mindset, and they brought me up. You know, it's who you surround yourself. It's your environment. It's who you surround yourself with. Honestly, and I feel like college, people always tell me, like, I really started to be who I'm meant to be in this world. I'm starting to more find myself. I'm evolving. So I feel like it's just who you surround yourself and who you are as a person because you got to find yourself. And find your inner self and make yourself feel good. And I feel like you will evolve. And honestly, your 20s, honey, it's a trial and error. Everybody, it's a time to try new things, all that. Like, enjoy yourself. So, honestly, you just turned 20. I just turned 20. And I'm still figuring it out. So, yeah. Honestly, like, when it comes to, when it comes to, like, evolving, glowing up, I feel like when people hear the age 20 or 21, like, they start to freak out. Like, when I was 18 or 19, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm about to be 20. Like, I'm entering this new chapter. It's crazy. But, girl, like, it's so easy to feel like you're at a standstill because of just, like, you see all these people around you who seem to be like doing all these amazing things and then you kind of look back like dang like I'm not doing enough like I need to step it up a bit but let me tell you sis like we live such a long life do not let social media do not let Mm -hmm. other people pressure you into feel like you're not doing enough you are where you are supposed to be right now and if you don't like where you are right now and you can change it 
then why haven't you changed it? You know what I mean? It also comes down to having self-discipline and self-motivation. When it comes to evolving, when wanting to glow up, it, it comes with making that decision for yourself. Okay, I'm 20. I'm taking my life to a new level. Take control of your life. Let God take control. Of course, I always say that. Always am a testimony for stop trying to drive your the own your own will of your life and let God take the will. Let God take the will, but have self-discipline with yourself and make that decision for yourself. I'm 20. I'm about to evolve. I'm about to glow up. The things that you can't control, pack them up in a suitcase and let it sit there. And the things that you can't control, control them. If you don't like where you are, change it if it's changeable. You know what I mean? If you have all these goals that you want to accomplish and you have... You know this vision for yourself start on it it's not gonna come overnight you can't be wishful and being like okay i have so much life to live i have these goals but i'm gonna accomplish them but each day you're doing the same thing and you're not working towards the goals at all they're not just gonna magically appear in the sky you gotta meet god halfway you put the work in the action and he'll take a little bit and go a long way but you gotta at least put that foot forward into wanting your life to evolve, into wanting yourself to glow up. Evolving and glowing up, yes, comes with a growth and mindset. Once you adapt that growth and mindset, then it turns into the action. Once you have the action in place, then comes the monetary stuff. And then that's how you start to glow up. You can buy yourself new themes. You can get your hair done. You can get your makeup done, your lashes done, your nails done. That's where the glow up really starts, but it's a process and it's a step process. The mindset, mindset turned into action, action turned into the moolah, moolah turned into the glow up. Boom. And then of course, okay. And then of course, like watching who you surround yourself with. But I feel like once you change your mindset, you're not even gonna want to be around people anymore exactly. who are low, like who are not on the same mind wave frequency as you. So it all starts with leveling up your mindset. Once you do that, start applying it to action. You won't even have time to hang out with the people who you were hanging out with before because you're going to be so busy being in your bag. So it all works itself out as long as you have self-discipline and follow that step process. That's what I think. Kaylin answered that completely to the T, you guys. Like, <laughs> And I'm also another, I'm a firm believer in like, like Kaylin said, if you want something, go for it. Like, and it goes back to the whole like manifestation over prayer. Like people have just really got real comfortable in manifesting. Like, okay, I'm going to write this down and boom, it's going to happen. But no, 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 no. You need to pray for that and you need to put forth the work for that. So girl, you want to glow up, you want to elevate, you want to look a certain way, you want to be a certain way, you want to get a certain thing, you have to work for it. Like it has to be 110% work ethic or you're just going to be looking at that paper that you wrote your manifestation on or you're just going to be thinking like, okay, well, I said it three times and it's going to happen for me. No. Right, like I feel like, we, I feel like we're starting to... Like, people think God is a genie or something. It's yeah, starting to get yeah. really weird. And I'm just like, manifesting has to be met with actions. Manifesting is a beautiful thing. Praying is a beautiful thing. It's real. Once you say those affirmations, it does become your reality. But the hope is that you have, yeah, the hope mm -hmm. is that you have the mindset to make those actions believable. And then you see what God, you will be so surprised. You take that one step, make that one video, release your first pop. We are a living testimony of that. Like this was literally not supposed to happen like this. Like we were just an average college radio show. We did not expect to turn into a full podcast and have all these followers. And we don't even have like 
as many followers but it's still way more than we're used to guys when we started up our page we had like 30 followers it was just our friends yeah, like from our school right like two people on our live like yeah. and now it's just turned into this whole thing we have thousands and thousands of listeners every single month shout out to you guys from all over the world on top of that yeah. that's what that looks like you know what i mean like god take will take something so small and turn it into something bigger than you could have ever imagined I've always um, heard this quote, and it was like, when when God sees your plans, he laughs at them. But he doesn't laugh at them because they're bad plans or they're bad goals. He laughs at them because we limit ourselves a lot. And God is just like, I could do so much more for you if you would just put in the work. Like, you would just take the first step. Like, watch what I could do for you. He laughs because nine times out of ten... Life doesn't really go our plan, our goal, our way. God always has a different plan for us all the time. We may throw something out there and God is just like, okay, bet. I have an idea of what you want, but watch this. And it always ends up being 10 times better. So that's just a little testimony and just something to kind of think about. When God sees your plans and your goals, he laughs because he is just bigger than that, you know, way bigger than that. Um... All right, the next topic was, and this one is for Kiaran. So, Kiaran, I'm going to let you read it. It's the how can I become a successful Instagram influencer, period. Okay, um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I have a little bit of, like, the track history to answer this question, but I'm still trying to become super successful in that field as well because that is technically, like, my job. That's where I get my money from. So... I think I have three things that I say to people that are interested in wanting to start. Uh, The first thing is start, like just do it, whether it's Instagram, whether it's TikTok, whether it's YouTube, whether it's, and don't sleep on TikTok, you guys, because I have a friend, her name is Naja. She does what she has to do on TikTok and makes her point too. So TikTok, um, all the platforms, I think start. And I think also start on all of them. Take it seriously. If you have... 150 followers act like you have a million people watching you you're putting out Mm -hmm. quality content you're putting out things that you know people want to see another thing is as well as the second one is find your niche put out stuff that you know people would want to see um if you guys are familiar with david dobrik or emma chamberlain those are like some pretty popular content creators um that started off on youtube they can put up a youtube video that says i just went to the bathroom and it'll get three million views don't do stuff like that when you're first starting because if I'm being real with you, nobody cares. Nobody cares because they don't know you. You know what I mean? They watch them because they know them. They have a fan. They're a fan of them. Create your niche. Create something that you know people are going to want to see. Put your own spin on it. Like, don't put be a carbon copy of someone that you have already seen do it. Right. Put your own spin on it, but do something that you know someone's going to want to see because it can create traction to your page. And the third one is don't pay attention to likes, don't pay attention to follows, and don't pay attention to the amount of, um, what's that called, the amount of praise that you get. Because if you pay attention to that, you're never going to be satisfied with where you are. You're going to be like, dang, I only got 100 likes on this. What the heck? I thought this was going to go big and be great. Dang, only five people commented on this? No. You got to really, really, really want to do whatever it is that you're doing. If it's influencing, if it's chef, if it's um an athlete like you really have to love what you do that you have to love what you do so much that if no one was watching you you would still go to sleep at night happy because you did what you love so don't pay Mm -hmm. attention to those likes don't pay attention to the follows because if you're really putting in the work and you find your niche it's important to find your niche if you want to be fashion and beauty if you want to be fitness if you want to be um 
inspiration, whatever it is, go for it. Put 110% effort into it and don't stop because the moment that you pay attention to your growth too heavily, you'll be like, dang, I only got this, this, this today. No, no, no. Once you just close your mind to the growth and really put your all into your content, into trying to reach out to a certain group of people, you're going to see yourself blow up, girl. So whoever asked that question, do not give up. Keep going. If it's something you really want to do without the monetary, because in the beginning, you will not get paid. Exactly. It's real. You got to really like it. And then some years, you guys, perfect example. Jackie Ina, she's a very popular uh, black YouTuber. And she's Jackie. on YouTube forever, forever. Mm -hmm. And it really took her a long time. And you guys, now Jackie is bringing in the money for herself, mm -hmm. okay? But it started with her having a passion and her being in front of her camera computer, talking to people about something she loves. So don't give up. Keep going after it. And I promise you, keep a blind eye to the, the numbers, the likes, all that, and just really grind. Yes, guys. Consistency is key. That was a good percent. All right. Um, what's the next one? View on TV link. Yes, kick off this one. Kick off this one, Savia. <laughs> Savia, oh yeah, I like that one. View on sneaky links. Listen, sis or whoever, man, you know, do what you got to do. You know, we are human beings, you know. People are attracted to other human beings, you know. And, but just remember, sneaky links could, it's a, it's a hard definition because, it could be someone just hanging out. It could be a secret link. You guys could just have your own type of vibe. Or it could be more of a little whoop-de-boo, what's good, you know, things get popping, you know. But just make sure you know what you're getting into. Mm. That's all I say. Know the rules, know the details. Because some people don't understand, like, wow, this guy only wants to see me at night. Like, he don't want to see me in person. I mean, mm -hmm. during the daytime. Ask him. Don't get sneaky links confused with the beauty booty call. Uh, exactly, because that's really what the pot sneaky links booty call is all the same thing. Know how to differentiate that. A sneaky yes. links is when you going somewhere with somebody, you no. ain't tell nobody you was going, exactly. and you just trying to fill out the guy and date the guy. A booty call is when a dude is calling you up late at night, past ten p.m., ten thirty, eleven. Can I come over or can you come over? And you already know the vibe, sis. That's not a sneak mm -hmm. link. That's a booty call. And you, we, we we don't do the booty calls. We're not booty. We don't do that. But if you We're like not. stuff like that, sis, go ahead. Do what you got to do. No, the girls on this is K-squared oh, are squared. not. Well, the type of the to be that. They could be. I know some females who be calling <laughs> guys. As well, hey, that's true. I mean, no we're issue. not putting that out there. And you guys, okay, we do. had a little debate about this. <laughs> you guys are listening. You made it this far. Thank you so much. But we want to call our listeners something. So you guys made it this far. <laughs> yes. Let us know what you want us to call you because we are all a family here. K Squad. You the name. I like K Squad. You guys need the name. But you guys, whatever Whatever it is, we don't do you don't have to Listen, okay. ladies, do not be ever. My best advice, I was never a booty cool. I can't do it. But you know what? Females ain't no wrong. Like, there's females who's like, I like being what I do. I like the whoop-de-woo. It ain't no issue with your femininity because I feel like that's looked upon. If females who enjoy sex, they enjoy sexual activities. If that's their pleasure, that's their pleasure. But, you know, my advice... Don't be with a man that only views you as a beauty cult because he's only viewing you for your body. 
and not mm-hmm. for your mindset. And I just don't like when ladies just get themselves in them situations where the guy only sees you for your body. That's what I'm saying. Like me, I'm like, I want to know if you like my mindset. Yes, me, if you know me in person, I'm a very, you know, curvaceous, you know, slim, thick. You know, if you want to add the names, all that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like guys only have come approach me due to my body. And I really know your mindset. You only want me. Because, you know, oh, I got the thick thighs, you know, small waist, all that. No, I want to know if you like me for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's I think we all have, like, we all have bodies. All oh, yeah, we all got, we let me tell you, we body audience. I mean, over group. through, like, Instagram or whatever. Y'all are, all have I got Puerto Rico flicks, though. Thank you. Anyways, continue. Okay, we all have great personalities, too. So it's just, like, when you are... And, okay, so my thing, my one little thing that I'm going to say on this, if you are a hopeless romantic, if you like relationships, if you want a relationship, I don't think sneaky links are the way to go. Because guys are better at detaching themselves from someone than mm-hmm. girls yep. are. Attach on the first second and then yep. they'll keep doing the sneaky links and think that's something they want to do. And then six months down the road, they'll be like, okay, like... No more sneaky links, like, let's date. And they're like, wait a minute, like, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> and then you're upset, and so, no. Like, so if you're that kind of person, you got to know yourself. But like Sabine said, there's girls out there that can detach quicker than guys. Have that now, yeah. mentality. Now, and yeah. just like, hey, once they're done, dap up. All right, I'll see you later. And they're good, you know what I mean? So you know what kind of girl you are. Yeah, you got to know yourself, period. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, the next one is detaching from people that are no good for you but are in your close circle. Mm. Who wants to take this one? I feel like I could do that. Um, hmm. <laughs> um, wow, I'm thinking my response to this. Um, I could say I have people in my close circle that I'm not as close to no more. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not the type to tell people who can they be friends with. You know, mm-hmm. if that's my friend group, if they click with that person, they click. You know, me, I don't click, but I'm not a rude person. I'll stand in the room, I'll give you hello, my greetings, all that, but just be respectful. Because you just want to be treated with respect. So if you don't get along with that person, just, you know, mind your business, do you, and live your life. I have no issues. They're in the group. They're in the group. I can't tell people not to be friends with this person because that's right. when you look like the bitter friend. So that's my take on it. I mean, I feel like it's detaching from people that are no good for you but are in your close circle. It sounds like you're talking about multiple people. And if you feel like like there's just your close circle is just not mm-hmm. good for you, you need to start moving solo, dolos, like for real, like... If it's just one person, like Sabine said, most definitely just kind of ignore them, steer back from them, but don't be afraid to hang around your other friends too. But if it's a group thing and you just feel like your immediate circle is just not on the same wave that you're on anymore, you feel like you're elevating your mindset, you're really growing and they're still kind of stagnant on the same level that you're just not at anymore, you're not going to want to be around them anymore. And then, yeah, it's not going to be a healthy environment for you to be in. So you just have to start moving differently. And I feel like expired friendships is not beef. So it doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's literally just expired. There's nothing wrong with that. It could be expired and you move on to the next thing. Like, it doesn't have to be a problem, not even a confrontation sometimes. I feel like 
what's understood is understood. Like, if you're feeling that way, more than likely they're feeling that way, too, or feeling like the energy is different, too. So I think if you just start moving solo, doing things alone, you know, being by yourself a little more, getting a little busy is what I like to call it. Just get busy on people. And then that's it. Like... They'll get the memo and then you guys will kind of just separate. I always like to leave with grace. I never like to leave yeah. abruptly. I apply this to my life when it comes to my relationships. I think we have a question about being cool with your exes on here. I think we did. I don't know yeah, if we're going to talk about it, but we did a whole episode about being cool with your exes. But when it came to just relationships, like I left gracefully. Like I don't really have any bad blood with any of my exes. So I would apply that with friends too. Like leave gracefully. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. So people just grow apart and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I say just start slowly moving, you know, that's how you detach is just start doing things by yourself, period. I agree. The next question we had is how to deal with cute guys not noticing me and paying me any attention. Uh, I feel like I can hint on, or not hint on this, chime in on this one, because I feel like I might have said this on the podcast or whatever, but high school, you guys, I went to a predominantly white high school, and all the black guys that were in my grade were on a sports team, uh, had girlfriends, weren't interested in black girls, or maybe they mm. were, but they just were more drawn to the white girls at the time. I don't know. But I went all throughout <laughs> high school. Um, yeah, nobody was really checking for me like that. Like, I really was the friend mm -hmm. that had other friends that, like, might be talking to guys or whatever. And I was just be chilling. Like, oh, I don't was... know. Like, it never, yeah, mm -hmm. like, it never fazed me. Because I was just like, I know these guys don't like black girls. It doesn't have anything to do with me. I uh, can't do anything about it. Yeah, I'm just chilling. But then it's always, you know, you graduate and everyone wants to catch vapors. Like, wait a minute. Like, why didn't we talk in high school? Oh, like, yes, like, I get it. Yes, <laughs> yes, save it, save it, block. Save it, save it. But I think, honestly, um, finding the confidence in yourself, knowing yes. that you wake up every day looking good for you, not for anybody else. Because, again, it's that situational. Like we talked about situational happiness, you can also have situational confidence. And if you mm -hmm. look seek validation for other people and that's what fuels your confidence you can't call yourself a confident person you know because you're not confident because if you go throughout your whole life and no one gives you compliments you're just not gonna be confident anymore because you seeked validation from other people so you gotta love mm -hmm. you girl you gotta look in the mirror and regardless of you walk outside and nobody compliments you on anything from head to toe you know that you look bomb like you're it exactly. you look beautiful you know what i mean without somebody else telling you so don't worry about these little boys like we're young you know what i mean don't look for validation from do not um because me. you're beautiful. and the right one's gonna come he's gonna notice yeah. you and that's gonna be yours at the end of exactly. the day exactly like what's exactly. for you will be for you and at the end of the day too it's just like they'll regret not checking for you sis when mm -hmm. you blow up once you get your confidence and your mindset right they're gonna regret not checking for you and the same dude that you once thought was so fine you mm -hmm. had a huge crush on him he's gonna be the main ones in your dms i promise you bye bye because when i liked you and i just wasn't as glowed up as i am now you ain't want to talk to me but now you want to talk to me so bye yeah, no exactly yeah, I'm, I'm a firm believer i'm a believer in that because it always come back around my, I, if i can give you a little insight high school you know there were so many boys thought it was so cute but they was not looking you know because i was a little different you know little braces all that but 
Now, Instagram signing up hard eyes, I find it funny. I'd be like, wow, this <laughs> long to know. Wow, you. like, yeah, yeah. now you're checking for me. Like, a little man that you think I'm going to answer you. So, right. you're just going to sit back and laugh, girl. You're just going to be like, yeah. please. Uh, what's that song? I said song. Uh, that song, you mess with me way back then, but how about now? Yeah, that's just right. how you're going to do them. Like, you didn't mess with me when I wasn't in my prime. And, girl, and so you could have just been there. They're going to be like, oh, please. Oh, wait. Oh, I didn't know you liked me. Save no. it. You got it, girl. Save it. Work on you. Like Kayla said, work on your confidence. Step into your best self. And it will come. It will come. Mm -hmm. Right. And the same message also applies for her next one. Because she had two um, responses. And the next one was how to be confident in myself and stop overanalyzing my physical features. And that could be the reason, like, you overanalyzing and overthinking your features and your appearance and how you look is dimming your light. And when I tell you, people don't pay attention to the darkness. When your light is on, they're going to look. When your light is off, yes. there's nothing to pay attention to. So you got to make sure that your light is on at all times. Overthinking, overanalyzing um, dims your confidence, dims your overall light. So can't nobody see you, sis. We can't see you. Where your light at? I'm blind. I'm super blind. I need glasses. So make them put their sunglasses on, sis. Shine bright. And shining bright comes from improving your confidence, improving your self-love, knowing that you look good. Take pictures because you feel good. Like, And mm -hmm. everything that happens on the inside will be reflected on the outside. So if you ain't feeling yourself on the inside, that's also going to reflect on the outside. Feel yourself on the inside. Love yourself on the inside. And be happy on the inside and positive on the inside. And that will all reflect also. So that's why I have to say that too. Um, all right, so moving on, Sabine, tell us our next our next response. Okay, the next one is, I had a friend, quotations around friend, uh -oh. that moved to my man. Now she all apologetic about it. Do I forgive? Girl, let me tell you. <laughs> she been crying on your man. She was plotting on your man. Check like, your I friend and check your man. Because if he Ooh. is entertaining, that's exactly. not different. That's exactly. not different. Check, check your friend and check yeah. your man. Yes, because there are some ladies, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I've seen ladies, they like to still, what's that song? Still, honey? Oh, still trust me. I, yeah, I know what I know a few. Uh, okay, Caitlin, hold on. <laughs> okay. It's true. But, those girls out there that are grimy, they, yeah, they so weird. Like, you just, they be trying to friend you up, but then want to boo up who you boot up with. It don't exactly. make sense. So, um, know who your circle is, and also but know yeah. your partner because if you're going to be with somebody that can entertain anybody, and the fact they got the nerve to entertain my friend, like, I ain't going to find out. You think I'm that stupid? Something's wrong with you. Something's yeah. wrong with you. So check your friend and check your man, girl. There's a, that's a simple, simple, simple question. Because <laughs> that's a simple response. Uh, I'm yeah, simple response. Check your friend and check your man. Just period. Both and of choose them. Choose a good man. They both gotta go at this point. Because if he entertained it, oh, drop him. Drop him. Just let her just drop her away. It wasn't for you in the first place. So I say, and the yeah. thing is, she's apologetic. She's apologetic about it. So because since she's apologetic about it, and the question is, should you forgive her? I think she's it's one of those things where, like, yeah, exactly. I mean, she's sorry because she got caught one and two. She just doesn't want to feel bad about it. So I say yes. I always say yes to forgiving because I feel like when you forgive someone, 
you once you let go of that grudge you're doing yourself a favor not them a favor i feel like when people mm-hmm. like think about forgiving people they don't want to give them that but it's, at the end of the day you can't think about it like that give yourself that when you forgive someone, it feels so good to let that grudge go, to let that hurt go. And it's like, at the end of the day, she's going to have to live with the fact that she crossed you. You could forgive someone and not be cool with them. At the end of the day, yes, sis, I forgive you, but I would never be friends with you again because I just can't trust you. Simple. So do I think you should forgive her? Yes. Do I think you should still be friends with her? Maybe not, because why would you want to be friends with somebody who has proven to you that they you having their man around them like like they can't be trusted so she can't be trusted and you don't have to do it in a rude way respectfully i forgive you you know what i mean it is what it is y'all did what y'all did but i don't think we can ever be as close as we were i would never want to be surrounded with a female like you are you serious <laughs> on to the next okay, then I'm period mm-hmm. i think that's how it is Forgive mm-hmm. your friend, and if the guy or your boyfriend, whatever it is, if he did entertain her, forgive him and just move on. No right. need to hold grudges. It's not that deep. Like, it's, it's truly not that deep. Just, you know, right. move accordingly. All right. Talk, speaking about friends, remaining friends with your ex, question mark, question mark. Is that acceptable or not? No. Someone no. asked. No. Why would you want to? Like, like my thing is, why would you want to? Like, if we end off, how can you say gracefully? I have no issue. If I see you, I'm gonna right. say hello. I have no right. issue. Yeah. I'm gonna wish the right. best. For you. I'm the one. I will. I write my little ends like a little manager. Hello, I'm great on all your endeavors. I wish you the best for you and your family. May God bless you. You know how. <laughs> <laughs> May God bless you. That's how I am. But like, I'm crying. Like, you, you, do you uh, send them the um let go letter, the firing letter from HR? Is that you? You write them a nice like, email. Okay, I hope. I wish you well in your endeavors. I wish you. The I had best so, much so much fun. So much fun. Still, oh, but the, this environment is not suitable for you anymore. So yeah. unfortunately, I'm gonna have to let you go. The main line. I still have so much love for you. And, and, like, girl, I know you and I wish you the best, and I I know somebody's gonna you love best. you better than I did. Ooh. Yeah, that's it. But I no, like, love there's you. no bad blood, but it's like, ooh, it, it's, it's just, just one of those like expired things. Like it's expired. Like I don't want. Like be even friend. even if you were sexually intimate, even like when it gets to that deep, if you were intimate with this person, mm-hmm. me personally, I can't sit there and kiki kiki you, knowing like we've been seeing each other butt naked. I'm sorry, I can't do that. So. I'm just somebody like I have respect for you. We ended up on good terms. Even better for me, I would say hello, but I'm not about to sit there and have a full conversation. You know, no. I ask how you're doing. Okay, you got a new girl. That's good. I'm happy for you. And call it a day. That's it. Yeah. I think it's different right. though, like between like relationships and like people you talk like talk to. I guess mm-hmm. like, it like, is a real, real, real ex. Like a real ex. Like you guys, boyfriend, girlfriend, you dated. You're you're dated like it's done, you know. I I see no friendship needed to be there. Of course, cordial, but you guys don't need to be friends. For my ladies, just cut it off. Honestly, like most guys want to be friends after because they just be wanting to keep a pool of girls in their little, like you know what I mean. Like they just want to keep girls around. Cut that out. If you know that man, y'all broke up for a reason. But he oh, can we still be friends? But y'all texting and talking every day understand that it means no good these little boys be thinking they so sneaky and tricky and stuff don't fall for the game sis don't fall for the little whoopty woo can we be friends card it's all bs don't let him keep you around 
let that man go and move on. Period. Next caller. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) All right, next topic. Karen, you want to read it? Yeah. Do girls appreciate when guys are open with their feelings? I say a hundred and ten. I love it. Uh, like I it's love even it. that great. Uh, it just makes me. Good. It makes it makes everything ten times easier. If y'all yes. understand, we cannot read y'all minds. Say what it is you have to say. Stop saying I'm fine. It's cool. It's alright. It's whatever. Like. Just say what you feel. I love hearing your mind express their feelings because I just feel more attracted to you. Like, wow, you really telling me the nitty gritty. Like, I want to hear your thoughts. Like, you're somebody that wants to hear your thoughts. Like, that just makes the relationship so much smoother. Like, I like that you listen to me. It does. And this is a guy that asked this too. So, if you're dealing with somebody, like, Go just tell your girl. Like sit down one day and yes. just tell her how you feel. She, I guarantee, she's you. gonna be so happy. so happy. She gonna so text happy. her sis, girl. Guess what? Like he that just opened up to me. Like <laughs> our relationship is growing. So just yeah, do and they're it. Gonna, that is how relationships grow. Like breaking down those barriers. Because once a guy mm-hmm. literally down break them down, vulnerable, then you guys' relationship is just gonna go up because the girl down almost guaranteed has already been vulnerable by like second third date you already know majority of her life and it's just waiting on the guys to just really yeah you know get in and be vulnerable and i will say too emphasis on like breaking down barriers and emphasis on like the person you're in a relationship with if you're just starting off talking to someone I don't think I would recommend for a guy to like be so overly emotional about how she's feeling with the girl because me just being the type of person I am, like I don't really do well with like the overly sappy, overly emotional. Yeah. So I really get to know you. So like starting off, do not do that. Like the answer is no for starting off. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, starting off. Once don't you be- break down those barriers, then open up a little bit. Don't stay closed off forever. But don't be so open and emotional and sappy with a female that you know you barely even know like that or you're just starting to talk off to or you're just starting to talk to like that can run a lot of females away because that has ran me away from a couple dudes in the past i'm just like boy you doing too much calling me bae and baby like sir nice to meet you like there's levels like there's levels it's levels it's just breaking barriers and not everybody off that is gonna open up like you know everybody has passed you know trauma just open and everybody's just bound to open up you're someone that could just express their feelings i give props to you me personally i'm a long person like i'm a chatter but like it's hard for me to crack the shell with me so like if i could bring my guard down with you and tell you everything then we've made Mm -hmm. it all we made it real far so right all right, never having a boyfriend in your 20s. These last ones, we don't want to have the episode for too long, so we're going to kind of, like, skim through as much as we can. But never having a boyfriend in your 20s. Don't worry about it, girl. Here we go. Wait, me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry about it, girl. You're young. He's going to come. Um, you know, it's... I think when you say don't worry about it because you're in your 20s, you're looking at other people and you're looking at other people's timelines. Like, girl, you mm-hmm. don't don't pay attention to your own thing. It's not it's not written in a book somewhere saying that you must have a relationship in your 20s. Like, girl, mm-hmm. live your life. Have fun. Date. 
um right. date multiple people you know date multiple people until you really get in a relationship you know you right. can date to a whole bunch of people until you find the person that you really really like but there's no timeline on dating there is no like girl you're fine if you don't never been in a relationship in your 20s you're gucci i'm telling you <laughs> right all right um the topic of ghetto black girl how everyone kind of categorizes black girls as being ghetto. I think it's just played out. And I honestly think it's one of those stereotypes that we're going to have to continuously face for a really long time. Angry black woman, ghetto black girl. Uh, there's always going to be a certain title in us, but we just have to prevail and understand that being a black woman in America, we have to face these things, unfortunately, but in everything you do, do it with grace and everything you say, say it gracefully, positively, and understand that there are so many barriers faced up against you um, that you constantly have to break down. So make sure that your actions and everything align with what you want people to portray you as basically prove them wrong, period. Um Someone also said on our Instagram how to stay positive and motivated in this pandemic. I think it's been hard for everyone to kind of stay motivated in this pandemic. It's very easy to like feel lazy and not want to do nothing. But don't do that because everyone's doing that. So I always say just do what everyone is not doing. <laughs> That's exactly. how people are thinking. Literally. Um, Sabine, so you want to read the next one, how to handle people being racist towards you? And not wanting to be labeled the outcast, mm. that that whole okay. situation. She said a lot. It was like a multitude of things. You can read it so, all. Okay. Hmm. How to handle people being racist but not be labeled? I don't know. Mm. I'm trying to think. First of all, handling people being racist. At the end of the day, there's always racist people. I always said that racism will always exist. You know. So at the end of the day, you know who you are. You know, there's people that just have certain views that you don't agree. If they don't like me for my skin tone, for who I am, then something's wrong with you mentally. You know, that's your yep. issue. But being an outcast, ain't nothing wrong being an outcast. People just like doing their own things and being by yourself. I learned in high school, like, I was worried being an outcast. Me, I'm such a social butterfly, but there's times I just want to be by myself. But I feel like I could never because everybody just expects me to be the social one. Right. You know, ain't no issue. If you want outcast, I feel like there's such a negative connotation with the word outcast. Like, right. Nah, it's really being by yourself. Ain't nothing wrong being by yourself. Nothing. If you don't feel good, don't exactly. Don't, like, subject yourself to a box to just be fitting in like to exactly. me it's the outcasts that are the most successful because they're the most creative and they exactly really they're an underdog yeah right they're it's black thing to be an outcast girl don't mm -hmm. don't think it's a bad thing so she said a mo like now that i'm reading it she's saying how to handle people being racist towards you and not wanting to be labeled the ghetto black girl she goes to school with all white people and she's one of three black kids and she won't say she's an outcast, but she doesn't get invited anywhere and she really doesn't talk to them outside of school. So basically, oh, I think oh. she's in one of those situations, right, she's in one of those situations where she's like one of the only black girls that goes to all white school mm -hmm. and people be wanting to be racist towards her. But when she goes off on them, then she's labeled the angry black mm -hmm. ghetto black girl. And you, she, she's not an outcast, but they don't invite her nowhere. It's one of those things, girl. Like we all said, you're. It seems like you're just like the black sheep in that situation, and just ignore what they have to say for now. Like, do everything gracefully. 
Um, next time someone's being racist to you, record it, expose them, make mm -hmm. them go viral, or take it, you know, up to the head of your school. I don't know how efficient that would be because it sounds like you go to an all white school, and most of the time when the students are acting God. up like that, the administration kind of. I give it up to God. You know but what? Yeah, you but next time, record that. Record mm -hmm. that. Expose them. Do not be afraid to um, speak up. Don't let them suppress your voice or make you feel like you can't speak up because they're going to label you that way. Forget whatever they want to label you as. At the end of the day, disrespect is disrespect. And I'm not going to let you disrespect me, especially if it's racially driven. Like, are you dumb in 2021? So at the end of the day, don't let them white people make you feel lesser than, make you feel like you don't have a voice. I went to a kind of predominantly white school. I was in classes with predominantly white people. So not that anything racial was or um, racist was said to me. It has been said to other people, but to me specifically, it hasn't been. But racially driven things have been done to me to where I have to check them and say, that wasn't funny or what point are you trying to get across like don't be afraid to have a conversation with them i had a conversation with a lot of them and then when they see that you ain't playing and you i would ask them a question like why did you think to just do that to me did you think that was funny like now i'm embarrassing you like people like the white boys will come up to me and try to like do the, the hit them folk dance like hey kaylin and i felt like that was racially driven because first of all like i'm not about to do a black dance with you because you just I don't know what point you're trying to get across, but did you mm -hmm. think you were funny? Like, you have to ask them questions like that and kind of put them on the spot. And, and have a back and forth if you want to, but don't overdo it. Sometimes you got to just let them go, let them be, and let them handle that bad karma by themselves, girl, and flourish in the way you need to, period. Stand up for yourself, but honestly, I can almost guarantee you half of those people, once you graduate high school, you won't even see them. I so don't worry just stand up for yourself, but just look at them like, please, like, you have no life. You have nothing to do. You have nothing better to do, but pick on a black girl to make yourself feel better. Boy, bye. They always throw rocks at things that shine. Boom. Yeah. That's my quote. So. Period, Sabine. We got to get the snap going. You know I'm poetic. Period. Well, guys, that wraps up our hashtag Ask K Squared segment, and that wraps up episode 37. Once again, please follow us on Instagram, guys, if you weren't able to participate in this segment. We will be doing it probably once a month, once a month. Yeah, this is new, guys. Month. We literally just came up with this. So maybe mm -hmm. once a month we'll mm -hmm. do this, um, and we'll keep you guys up to date on when we do it. This one was kind of just random. We were just like, hey, let's try something new and see how they like it. And obviously, you guys were engaged with it. So right. follow us on Instagram so that you can participate in participate in ask k squared if you haven't and for those who participated thank you this episode wouldn't have been possible if it wasn't for y'all because we had to have topics and y'all gave us the topics so shout out to everybody who had the topics and we hope that we were able to help you guys and that you guys enjoyed it um yes. follow us tune in next week next friday every friday y'all already know a brand new episode dropping and we will see you guys then bye guys bye guys